This is Paige, the co-host of Giggly Squad, and I want to tell you about a company that I've been loving, Olive and June. Olive and June gives you everything that you need for a salon-quality manicure in one box. And if you break it down, it really comes out to $2 a manicure, which is absolutely insane. It's also so easy to get salon-worthy nails at home with Olive and June. The difference between how your nails used to look when you did them yourself and now with the Manny system is a complete game changer. The best thing about Olive and June, too, is it's a quick dry. Dries in about one minute, lasts for five days, and full coverage in up to one to two coats. Visit oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. That's oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Welcome to the Love HQ podcast. This is a place for women who want to explore love, sex, dating, and relationships through an unconventional approach of ditching the normal dating advice, prizing yourself as an individual, and listening to expert interviews from all different walks of life, focusing on how you can get more in touch with yourself as a person, develop better relationships, and live life on your terms. Hey ladies, my name's Hayley Quinn and welcome back to another episode of my Love HQ podcast. Uh, This is the podcast which goes renegade on traditional forms of love and dating. So if you're fed up of being playing by the rules, of being told what you're supposed to do, of feeling that online dating is the only way to meet him, that there's no good men left then you are in the right place because I'm here to revolutionize your outlook, teach you some amazing skills from the world of pickup, NLP and hypnosis and take up on a cool interviewee. Today, I am joined by Ben from superfitdad.com.au who is a personal trainer, blogger and dad, as the name might suggest. (laughs) That's right, Hayley. Thanks for having me. It's a pleasure to be here. It's funny, actually, uh, uh, Ben was, we, we came across one another because Ben was actually renting an apartment on the floor above me. <laughs> so that was cool. I checked out his blog and it had some really interesting articles on there. Things like how, as a dad, you can become 33% sexier. It's how you can actually have 33% more sex, but oh. hopefully the knock-on effect will be that you will become... Okay, I like this. Sexier. So you're actually helping us women out here because you're educating the men of the world. Absolutely, and especially guys, I guess, who have had a little bit of time out of the game, need to get back on the horse, so to speak, <laughs> and uh, get back into the world of dating. And as part of that, obviously, you, you have a lovely Australian accent, and you've been in London for how long, like a month or so? Pretty much a month, yeah. Okay, so you have had some exposure to the London dating market. I have dipped a toe in the water, yes. Okay, so I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to just sell Ben to you guys, uh, ladies, so listen up. Ben seems like a nice guy, right? He comes over uh, and he he brings me a bottle of prosecco to say thank. No one, no other podcast guest in the history. Siobhan brought me biscuits and milk, so that was close. But he's the only one apart from her that's bought a gift, so that's good. He's tall. He's athletic. Seems like a nice man. Does good fatherly stuff. So he's kind of the kind of guy that you'd probably want to meet. And that's why I decided that we we're going to pick his brains today on kind of like. 
what not to write and how not to behave in one's online dating profile. Now, as you probably know, I'm really big on meeting men in real life and I love to inspire you to approach men in Whole Foods, uh, on the train, on your commute, uh, kind of really wherever you fancy and to not feel that by doing so that you're giving away all your power or you're being unfeminine. However, today, because that's kind of more Ben's niche, is we're going to just drill into the online dating thing for a second and get some feedback from the male perspective on kind of do's and do not. So kicking over to you, Ben, what would you say is the most from your experience of toe dipping in the London dating market and online dating? What's the biggest no-no that you encountered or, or something that really would put you off a woman's profile? Well, that's a tricky question, Hayley. I don't think there's any absolute no-nos. And I'd really think that you don't want to get into a situation where you're being very discriminatory or you're mm-hmm. putting down blanket rules or guidelines. Definitely not. That said... Uh, there's a couple of things that have cropped up time and time again. I would actually argue that it's usually women that have um, tried to follow blanket rules and guidelines. How that's coming through in their online dating profiles is potentially what is causing the problems. Quite possibly. And I think there's probably a, a misconception or a gender imbalance between what is considered acceptable mm-hmm. and what is unattractive. Mm-hmm. So... I'm waiting. (laughs) Number one, without shadow of a doubt, would be Snapchat enhanced pictures. You know, flowers around the head. Oh my um, gosh, yeah. uh, Photoshop type pictures. uh, What does that that communicate? I'm interested. What does that communicate to you? I think when you get to a certain age, it communicates... How old are you? Do you mind me asking? Mid to late 20s is my stage age, but you can probably add another 10 years to that quite easily. Um, I think when you get to a certain demographic, a guy probably isn't going to be completely enamoured with a girl who's spending too much time enhancing her pictures with Snapchat, which, let's face it, although it's gone a bit mainstream now, is really something that was devised for teenage girls. Right. So there's somebody that's saying it's a bit juvenile or I'm spending too much time on my phone. Absolutely right. And it's also... The photos are so easy to pick out as being false and enhanced that that's not that attractive to a guy. I know in the media these days, everyone's photoshopped and it's the way the world is going, but I don't think it's very authentic. It's not very real. Okay. And also, I think there's something in there where, you know, I once did a Tinder social experiment. This was like maybe a year or so ago. And I did, I split test normal Haley's profile versus super Haley. Well, I did, I, I enhanced my, all my photos, I got rid of all my wrinkles, I gave myself bigger boobs, a smaller waist, and was posing in a more sort of provocative way. And I did get more matches, but I think the quality declined. I just got a lot of hey sexy or hey babe. So again, I think it's about whatever you, style of relationship you would like to have or the kind of person you'd like to develop. If you want somebody who's more authentic or more natural or more mature that would then be reflected perhaps in the photo selection that you go for. Um, Anything else on photos before we delve into profile and messages? Um, I'd say another possible no-no is the landscape shot jumping up in the air to celebrate being on the edge of a cliff or some exotic location. Mm -hmm. Um, I don't think that really works for guys. Is that the same as like cuddling a tiger? 
you know, those ones. That would be the, uh, the female equivalent, equivalent absolutely, <laughs> of the male c- cuddling the tiger or posing with a machine gun in Vietnam. Right, absolutely. exactly. We just absolutely. think, A, that tri- tiger's been drugged, the poor animal. And cool. then, like, secondly, it's just been, so it's too much of a cliche. I think so. And also it screams, hey, I'm having fun, aren't I wacky? I'm jumping up in the air for this photo at this exotic location. That's great if it's a holiday snap to send home to your parents, to a guy that you're looking to potentially have some kind of relationship with. I just don't think it cuts the mustard. Okay. Sorry. That's okay. No, I like it. I like the honesty. I like the honesty. What would you think about a woman? Would you um, swipe yes to a woman if she only had one photo? Probably not, no. That would make me suspicious. Right, I think the same goes, right, you think about this the other way around, women. If you see a guy and he's got one picture and it's a bit, like, he's hard to distinguish, I'm, I think it's human psychology to think, like, the rest of them is, like, half man, half octopus or something that is just not good. So a good photo selection, I always prefer natural light as well. I think that's much nicer. Um, clearly visible. So if, you know, it's all group shots or you're a tiny little thing in the distance or you're just hard, too hard to be distinct. Um, I also think that bright natural lighting daylight um is good for a first picture as well uh what about going into the actual profile of what's being written well half the time nothing's being written so is that a problem i don't think that's a problem for guys i think it's it's disappointing but it's kind of expected or anticipated so would it be would you have a preference towards women that wrote something probably yeah absolutely Right, because uh, again, when I did the split testing of the profiles, natural Haley, I wrote a really nice profile, you know, spoke about my life and put some effort into it. The other one I just wrote, love my friends, love my life, XOXO, <laughs> just to see if that... Um, and I think what I hear from guys is sometimes men struggle to think of an initiating message, unsure how to get the ball rolling, and they don't really feel like they've got much to... It just says, not much effort, which I get it. It's like Tinder. Who puts a lot of effort into their Tinder profile? Not many people. Um, However, I think to give men, direct men, towards something that you're interested in or how to begin a conversation, and also how to... You know, if you don't want to just be judged on your looks, and that is kind of like the, the thing of Tinder. It's what it's kind of designed around... But that can be helpful to actually write something and demonstrate personality. Then also, if, if he mentions what you've written in your profile, it's not that he's swiped yes to everyone and has then gone through all of his matches and so therefore is sending a generic message to you. I think, again, that little bit more, it shows more investment on his part as well. So it's useful for you to do. The other thing I don't personally, I'm not a huge fan of, is writing stuff like in caps locks, like no hookups. That's a big no-no absolutely right and the reason for that is though we can empathize why women would do it 100 percent. and the the reason women are writing that is because they're approached countlessly for hookups we understand that but there's just something in the writing of it that again is it's just a little bit off-putting somehow right i think it's the strong use of negatives anyone who writes anything with loads of negatives in it it's just immediately, it just, it's like a, some, some words. Um, you know, I was speaking to a, a, one of my women's events, actually going renegade, my live uh, infield training event with women over the weekend. And one of them was mentioning redundancy. Now she was actually really happy to be made redundant because she's going off traveling and having a great time. But just the word, you say redundancy and it, people go, it's got like a negative feeling to it. And it's the same if you use lots of negatives 
in your profile again it's going to make you whether even if you're saying no bad vibes <laughs> it still it still has that ring which doesn't sound positive also if you start putting things in caps locks i'm sorry but caps locks in tech speak are angry language i also read um, an interesting article recently where apparently um the full stop to the millennial generation has taken on a new meaning so i don't know if you know about this but um say you write a text message and it's just one line and you end you actually put a full stop on the end the full stop is actually saying something it's not just ending the sentence it's saying and there and fine so i think things like um your funnily enough punctuation caps locks full stops lots of negatives whether you intend it to be that way or not just doesn't come across as having that approachable open friendly thing which men tend to like for obvious reasoning reasons i actually don't think like the 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 diva-ish attitude that comes across from listing lots of things that you do not want i don't think that comes across as strong or sassy or assertive that just makes you sound like you're a pain in the butt you know i think there's better ways that you can communicate no hookups and in fact, also from a purely neurolinguistic NLP perspective, the brain doesn't recognise ne- recognise negatives anyway. <laughs> so you've just written hookups on your profile, as far as anybody else is concerned. So I keep it positive and make it, you know, emphasise things that are your quirks. Instead, think about how you would want the conversation to be directed. If uh, fitness is very important to you, I know, like Ben, you're a CrossFitter. Correct. Absolutely. You, you go to those chambers of horrors, torture that I see. Oh, look, if a, uh, if a girl has intimated that she's into fitness, working out, CrossFit, whatever it is, triathlons, marathons, then that's a, a big tick in the box. You see a lot of photos for that, which is an interesting one because you people don't generally look their best. I've run a few marathons mm-hmm. before and you don't look your best at any point during a marathon, maybe at the beginning before your makeup starts to run. Um, but it's still a... Going back to to language that you probably know, it's a demonstration of higher value. It's a demonstration of someone achieving something, and that's a pretty good thing, I think. Aha! Uh-huh. So, what would you find? What would you, what were your things that would attract you? I think, to, to your point, I think you've hit the nail on the head in terms of the, the profile. I think the reason why a lot of people don't write any profile is because it's absolutely a minefield, and there's so much that can go wrong. Therefore, if someone does write a snappy, sassy, sexy profile that brings out the things that she's looking for that says I'm looking for men who are witty and literate and philosophical and erudite and things like that <laughs> then as opposed to slamming all the things they're not into right. absolutely big I always tick think in that's the box a, that's a better way to just teach that speak isn't it you just say what you you say what you like and what's good instead of what's not good <laughs> so 100% and there's so few of those profiles around that you're immediately attracted to one that calls out to you Okay, and also, just while we're on this, I also want to ask you about messaging. Is there any habits in terms, you know, for instance, is there a time frame that you'd expect a woman to get back to that would make you lose interest or gain interest? Oh, that's... Or is it whatever? A, depends on the fraught, person. Fraught with peril, I think. I, I really think the, the timing on messaging ultimately boils down to how into that person you are. Mm-hmm. If you've really got a strong connection they can message you tomorrow and you're not going to lose the connection i think where it's probably on the margins where it can become a bit of a an issue so someone who you're sort of into but not 100 percent sure about if they come across overly keen then and message you too quickly that could fall down but 
I honestly couldn't put any any time frames on it. And is, there, is there anything that's sort of annoying you'd experience in messaging from the from the man perspective? Um, maybe just following up on messages. If you you receive a message, you don't respond in a perceivedly correct time frame, then that could be a bit of an issue and being chased up as to why you've not responded to a message. Um, have you ever have you ever got a single question mark as a message? I've got three question marks. Oh, that's bad, is, isn't it? Yeah, you know you're in the bad books then, and then that typically would be, uh, let's not take this any further. Right. So do you think if a woman is too... And, I, and in fact, I'm going to rephrase that because I don't kind of want women to be entering into dating as a performance for men or trying to get all the, the notes right. I think probably the better way to look at it as, as a woman is to think, you know what? if it's somebody guy that you've either a just met or b haven't even met in real life yet he's just a online dating profile to you now as as frustrated as you might feel with dating as a whole you can't be too aggravated by if someone just doesn't get back to you it's like it's because it's almost an overvaluation of them in your life right now so I think always with online dating, like, and this is because I'm such a fan, I think in real life, you, you know, you know, immediately if you like someone or not, you know, you can just walk in uh, on that date and you'll know within two seconds, probably about whether you want to continue it or not. So in the beginning, let's not exchange war and peace via Tinder. You know, I, I'm a big fan of just move, move that guy or move it offline as soon as possible. 100%. I would say absolutely. Uh, uh, a golden rule for for anyone and it's not a a hack or a tip or a a cheat is to make a connection act on it you'll know instantaneously or pretty quickly whether you like uh, the person or not if you think back to all the people you've ever had a really good connection with you've not had to employ rules tips tricks Mm -hmm. you've met them things have happened organically and it's kind of moved through the process in that way so really the the app is just a mechanism to meet people because everybody's so busy now and doesn't have time it's very um disposable meet someone find out if there's a connection and then continue in the the old-fashioned way going on in, dates to the cinema go to a gig or go for dinner or whatever it is and what is your what are your favorite first dates or what what date would you do you normally suggest the date again it's it's pretty easy um i do like to suggest a date that there will be some kind of positive return on investment on time investment for mm-hmm. me. So I'm a big fan of exercise dates, going for walks, going uh-huh. for breakfast, going for a run. Uh, the issue that you have is a lot of women uh, don't like that because they don't feel that they look their best in sports kit. Sports gear. Um, I see. I kind of. I'm a huge fan of the exercise related date because absolutely. I think. I think it's a surefire winner. Yeah, because I think. Well, at least I'm going to get some exercise in, even if it's rubbish. One hundred percent. And I think you know what? Also, come on. If he's going to be your boyfriend, he has to think you look well fit in your running gear. Absolutely. <laughs> You're almost natural. And I, I don't own any clothes that aren't gym kit or leisure wear, so I'm kind of struggling for anything else. But I think absolutely to your point. You both get a, even if the date's a disaster, you both get a workout, you get your heart rate up, the endorphins are flowing, um, you walk away, nothing more comes of it, you've got your workout in. That's it. So I think that's the the ultimate millennial time saving strategy, just do both at the same time. Yeah, I mean... Uh, I like dance dates, I like yoga dates, my uh, my events, my club manager, Alex, uh, who you've probably heard on some of my other podcasts, she's a fan of the running date. And okay, that's a bold move. But, I know, she's yeah. a fan of the running date. You know, I'm, I'm thinking about a matchmake here. <laughs> Sorry, Alex. The, the, issue, the issue, of course, with the running date is 
unless you're of equal standard, then I've, I've tried the running date before and I can't get people to come running with me. Yeah, you've got quite long legs though, haven't you? Absolutely. <laughs> right. Well, you know what? I think this has actually been really interesting. I'm, I'm also going to get Ben just so you know on my Attraction HQ podcast for guys. So you might want to hop across. As I said, even though this one's for women and that one's for men, you know I don't care. I'm happy for it to be a free-for-all and for you to soak up as much advice as possible. Um, if you also want to catch up with Ben on his blog and check him out in one way or the other, uh, you can head to superfitdad.com dot au uh and hopefully we'll be doing some more interviews and work together and just thank you so much for coming on the podcast thanks for having me Haley. it's been a blast awesome thank you for listening to my podcast today uh if you want to find out more about me please head to hayleyquinn.com forward slash club where i have a free 30-day membership available for you to my exclusive subscribers club you can also catch up with me on youtube at hayleyquinnxx on instagram as hayleyquinnx and on twitter as plain old hayleyquinn uh, i'd love to hear your feedback on the show please engage with me please reach out and thank you again for your support 